This is ContraZoom. Where we go back and forth about film. I'm Dakota Arsenault. And I'm Rachel Ho. So today is a special bonus episode. You notice if you are watching this on YouTube or watching on Spotify, you can see us all. Uh, Otherwise, you're just listening. So uh, maybe check out YouTube or Spotify if you want to see what our faces look like. But this is going to be a fun bonus episode. We did our Oscar predictions, Rachel and I. You can listen to that. And now we're going to have a little bit of fun. We are going to kind of put our money where our mouth is in terms of um, trying to predict things and have a little fun by doing an Oscar draft. This is an idea that I have uh, shamelessly stolen from a now on hiatus podcast called uh, First Round Pick. And it's a very interesting podcast. I love what they would do with movies where they would pick a category and then they would draft it. And one of the things that they would do for the Oscars is they would draft it. And so what we're going to do today is pick a movie and however many awards it wins on Oscar night, those count as points. And whatever one of the four of us has the most points is the winner. Sounds pretty simple. Obviously, you know, Rachel is here. Rachel, how are you feeling about this? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Um, you said put your money where your mouth is. Uh, did I miss Well, something? Are we betting money? Because <laughs> I didn't not agree to money, that. Not money, no. But we are going to add a little bit of uh, gamesmanship to this in the way of the loser must watch a movie of the winner's choice. And then, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's mostly going to be interesting because I feel like I'm the one with the hottest takes of movies not seen. Uh, Although I think I can get Rachel pretty good with some of my picks. Uh, And the people that you and I are facing against, you can see they are now returning guests. We've got Alex Watson and Brody Cottenham. Alex, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good, Brody. How are you? I'm doing well, Alex. How are you guys? (laughs) I think we're all pretty good today. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Uh, I, I wanted to get you guys in here. We've got a little uh, group chat, the four of us, and we always have a good time uh, both talking movies and uh, having a, a bit of fun at each other's expenses sometimes of stuff we either like, don't like, or have not seen, uh, mostly in relation to the last part towards me where the three of you realize I haven't seen some you know, he hasn't seen RoboCop. Night. Who hasn't seen RoboCop? Like, yeah, dude, come on. It's RoboCop. It's, 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 it's RoboCop. Right okay, okay. Never alive. You're coming with me. <laughs> we are not relitigating our group chat over this. This is not a therapy session. Thank you very much. So, way we're going to do this, I'm putting my foot down. Uh, I've got <laughs> four toothpicks here. Three of them are regular size. One of them is shorter. If you're just listening to this, this is going to be terrible audio. (laughs) Um, And the way it's going to work is I'm going to mix them up in my fingers here. You guys aren't going to be able to tell. I am going to be left with whatever one is left. So that way I cannot tell you what it is. Um, And then whoever has the shortest one each round will pick first. Then the next person will pick second. Then the next person will pick third and fourth. So I'm holding... Well, you saw them all right there. That was a terrible way of showing this. I'm going to do this again. I'm, uh, I'm practicing this for the first time on uh, on air. Uh, so please excuse. Like number generators that you could just use online. <laughs> Probably. So we've got one, two, three, and four. Rachel, as my co-host, which one would you like? I'll take one, two, three, four. I'll take one. That's the short one. So Ooh. Rachel, you first. I'm going to take the other ones. Write this down, Rachel. 
if you want me to write down. I've got paper here too. Um, Alex, because you're first on my screen, I'm going to have you oh. pick. Would you like one, uh, two, or three? I will take number two. Number the two. The Trevor Linden pick. That is a long one. Oh, Brody, yeah. Would you like one or two remaining? One or three, I guess. Uh, let's go with three. That is the short one. Brody drafts second overall. Alex, it's down to you and me. This is going to be oh, your, I see. your break pick here. Uh, all right. Would you like one or would you like two? Uh, give me give me number two. That is the short one. Uh, so okay. Last. Ah, uh, nuts. A great start for me. Um, strategy is you just kind of... You though. Uh, it is true. It is going to be a snake right, draft, yeah. so it's going to go. It's going to loop back around for everyone that understands this sort of stuff. Um, so, with that all said, uh, Rachel, you're on the clock. You have 60 seconds to make your pick and your argument of why you are. I'm picking Elvis, uh, not because I think it's a good movie. I just think it's actually going to be the one that takes all the awards, mostly the technical stuff. Um, if you watched our last episode, the Oscar prediction ones, I basically picked Elvis for most of the underline. Is that what it's called? Under the line? Under the whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, below below the line. line. Below the line. Yeah. I So I, I think Elvis is going to come away with them. I know that people are probably like, you should just pick everything everywhere at once, but I'm going to go with Elvis. I don't think that he's... Okay. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Um, Brody, you're on the clock. All right. I'm happy to pick everything everywhere all at once at number two then. Uh, I thought for sure that was going to be the first overall pick. But um, yeah. aside from it, I mean, A, I love the movie. It's a great movie. And B, it's been doing really well um, in the lead up to all this stuff. I think there's, I know you guys talked about it on a previous podcast about, I think you predicted what, five to six? Yeah, that, I, that's kind of what I'm looking So, I mean, even if it gets three, two, three, like I, I feel very confident it's going to get at least several. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm hoping it does well. Okay, excellent. Alex, you are now on the clock. Okay, my pick is going to be All Quiet on the Western Front, which, as all as many many people will know, it's a movie I've endorsed pretty heavily over the last like few months. I feel it's got a chance of winning maybe, I'd say, an, around three Oscars. I think it's definitely going to win the Best inter- International Oscar. I think it's got a good chance of Best Score because that riff was just iconic that it kept using. And I feel it's got a chance of the Best Adapted Screenplay, but I feel Women Talking maybe, as you said in the last part, Women Talking maybe has that one sewn up. But I also feel it's going to get the best cinematography as well, because that was just the most beautiful film of the year. So I think those those are the three I think it's most likely to come away with. Best picture, I feel it's maybe a step too far, but you never know. Yeah. Yeah, no, those, those are very good points. And uh, it's fine. I'm recording. We're recording this right after we did our predictions episode. And that's kind of the gist of what we uh, we all agreed on. Would, that, would you say so, Rachel? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I think... Um... I feel like this award season, it's like there's not very many surprises, but at the same time, it's oscillating between like one or two movies. Yeah, I was very surprised it went away with the BAFTAs with all those, with the Best Film Award, yeah. because it was just, oh, it was, it was a nice surprise, but I don't think it'll be an Oscar, the, the big Oscar winner. No, I think it didn't surprise me as much just because I think the BAFTAs just it's being European. Like, it's just, I think yeah. over on that side of the world, like it made sense to me that, that uh, both Banshees and all quiet did so well at the baptist but i don't think either are going to do nearly as well with uh, a more american-based academy 
All right, let's get back on track. And it is now time for my pick. I'm now on the clock. And I am going with Babylon. And uh, we talked about this on, on our predictions. I, I think score is probably where it's going to be at. I, I think it does got stiff competition from All Quiet on the Western Front, especially on a personal uh, preference. Uh, I love both of them. Uh, but also we can see it walk away with production design and maybe even costumes as well. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to sort of see how this one goes. This is definitely a bit of uh, me taking a bit of a risk and hoping that it goes well, uh, but I'm, I'm still high on it. All right. So now it is my pick again because we're snaking back and I'm going to go with uh, the whale because I still think that Brendan Fraser is going to win best actor and I'm pretty sure it's going to win best makeup and hairstyling. So that kind of seems like a lock for two awards. Uh, it's only got one other nomination for supporting actress and I don't know if it's going to win. It's, it's not really in competition for that, um, but I, I still feel pretty strongly about the other two. I feel with um the whale though I kind of feel they nominated Hong Chu for the for the wrong for the wrong film. I, I would oh, love to have seen a nominated for the menu rather than the whale. Yeah, completely agree. So completely agree. Yeah. She's great uh, in the whale, but I I liked her better. Oh yeah, yeah, but I just loved her. In, I just loved her yeah. in, in the menu. She was just so mm -hmm. dark and funny. Yes. All right. So now, Alex, it is your turn. So what is your pick? My next pick is going to be the Banshees of Inishirin because I feel this has got a good chance to win the best original screenplay because Martin McDonough's script has been getting a lot of love this award season from people. I feel it's got a chance of maybe the best supporting actress, but that one is a little bit up in the air. I mean, Kerry Condon won, won the BAFTAs, but Oscar, I feel she's probably got a good chance, but we're not sure. I don't think it'll take home the best supporting because that I feel that Everything Everywhere has that award sewn up. But I feel, yes, I feel it's, it's definitely a lock-in for the best original script, I feel. That seems to be the, it, its biggest chance on awards night. Yeah. One of the things you have going in its favor is the fact that it's got nine nominations, so you have a lot more chances to hit on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brody, you're now on the clock. I'm going to have to go with Top Gun, because I think it's going to take most of the technical awards. People like loud noises. So <laughs> what can I say? Um, and it's funny because it was also, we talked about the screenplay and I, I, I do not believe it's going to win the screenplay award, but I, I do think it's better than most people give credit for, but um, especially from a technical point of view. But uh, I, I, I just think, like I said, the technical stuff, it was really well shot, really well edited. Um, and it just seems like that kind of movie, those big budget action things that tend to do well in the sound. Yeah, very, very true for that. And it, it might overperform as well. It's got six nominations. So yeah, who knows uh, where that's going to go. All right, Rachel, your first of back-to-back -back picks are up. Oh, this sucks. Um, <laughs> well, like all the like the big ones are, are kind mm -hmm. of... All How the strategy okay. comes into play. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to take Pinocchio because that's definitely going to win. Yeah, that's very true. It looks like a lock for animated feature. Um, it's only got one nomination, so you're you're really hoping for an all or nothing pick there. And it's gonna take a. I mean, let's be honest. Well, <laughs> like who else? I feel she's probably got a good chance with this one because it's gotten a lot of wins, like in the award season so far. Like so everything. it's the it's one incredible. I I would put my money on personally. So yeah. I can see Rachel's logic. It's literally, I think the only sure the only sure one in my opinion is that that's the only sure win. Okay, what is your second pick then? God, it's either Avatar or Tar, and I hate Tar. 
and I don't want to root for Tar on that night. So I'm just going to go with Avatar. Oh, but do I hate Avatar more? I don't know. I'll go so with Tar. Am I now? Am I writing now? Tar. 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 Begrudgingly, okay. I'll go with Tar. So, uh, Tar also has six nominations. Um, and I think the, the biggest one is probably Actress for that. Outside of that, do you, do you think it might pick up any awards? Um, I think Script. I actually could see it potentially could be doing something for script. Um, I actually, I honestly think it's not going to do as well, but I think it could potentially be multi winner, but um, yeah, uh, like th- at this point in the draft, it is kind of odd, isn't it? Cause it's a bit of a, I'm personally in the Michelle Michelle Yeoh camp for Best Actress because I liked Blanchett in it and it was a phenomenal performance. But when you compare it to Michelle Yeoh's, which was just transformative, I feel honestly it was just a superior performance because it kind of felt like, and this is bad to say, almost kind of standard Kate Blanchett because that's kind of what we've come to expect from her, whereas Michelle Yeoh's was just something unreal. God, Alex, you and I should have done this previous episode together. I don't no. know what I was doing. With the <laughs> he was so sassy throughout the whole thing. I just should have done this at that episode with you. No, time is up, Rachel. Your time is up. No more talking for you, uh, Brody. Let's uh, let's hear from you. What is your next pick? So now this is where it gets into the strategy part of it because all the big yeah. Ones what you got? Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Um, is this uh, what was the one? La Pupille, because I think it's really heavy favorite in its category. No, no, we're not doing any shorts. No, for okay. This. Uh, I was the one doing the shorts. Okay, right. so then I'll go with the other one I was going to do is Black Panther. Okay. Because I think it's got a shot for song or costume design. It's got a shot at a couple. I'm not expecting big things, but it's, it's got, what, three, four nominations? and It's got five, know, yeah. Um, for best supporting actress, it's done quite well in that, so there's a chance. I think Carrie Condon probably wins, but there's a good you know, there is a very good chance that it is. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that the I was expecting Bassett's kind of to be like the the one to be, but it's kind of kind of gone a little quieter with her in the last yeah. few weeks, which is a surprise. Yeah, so. I think it'll okay. get at least one somewhere. Sounds good, Alex. You're now on the clock. Uh, my next pick is going to be the Fablemans. It's not my personal favorite one because I don't know. I just feel it's a little too oscar bailey but i feel it's one of those movies that oscar really likes and i could maybe see spielberg possibly getting the best director award and it is one of those films that on the night i could potentially seeing it being the best picture because it is one of those kind of movies that oscar really loves so yeah i think watch this space with the fablemans i i personally think a few spielberg movies recently have been slightly a bit may quite highly praised but i think this one may be a victor if, if the mm. day is the night right yeah yeah absolutely true and that's got seven nominations i think interestingly so far alex you might have the most total nominations out of everyone you you've really been picking <laughs> those up which really i think give, giving you more darts is the best way to go um but yeah uh so we've got me up next making back-to-back picks again uh i can't believe it went through all of you there um i'm taking avatar yeah it's only got four nominations but uh, visual effects, I think, is a, is a gimme for it. And who knows what's going to happen with the other ones. I'm surprised that Cameron wasn't given the Best Director Oscar because I was, you know, thinking because it's his first movie in 12 years, I thought he'd be at least nominated for that. I'm so happy. The, the rage I would have <laughs> spewed. <laughs> 
I know. I didn't even see Avatar two to be honest, because I just I, I don't know. Every everyone everyone was drooling over. I was just like, nah, I'm fine, thank you. It's pretty. So yeah, it looks say about it. It's real pretty, real pretty. All right. So for my next pick, I'm now up for uh, the strategy pick, and there there's two. I'm I'm going between a movie that's two nominations and a movie that's one nomination, and which one is the more likely one to get me points. I'm gonna go RRR because I believe original song is more of a lock uh, for everything. That was gonna be a late round pick. I think I think we got that one. Yeah, that that almost seems like a like that little bonus gimme point there. All right, Alex, you're on. Be back on the clock again. Uh, my next pick is gonna be Women Talking. Only uh, only two nominations, but I feel it's probably got the best chance of the adapted screenplay because it really seems like I mean Sarah Polly's a a filmmaker who's who's making so many strides, and it's been a, a movie that was very well reviewed, got a very surprised nomination for best picture. But I think adapted screenplay is the award it's probably going to walk away with. Yeah, I, I watched it yesterday, and it's it's a good movie. I enjoyed it, uh, but it just it's definitely the way it's written is very much, I think, in line with what they're looking for because it's extremely dialogue-heavy, extremely mm-hmm. character-driven. Um, and I think that lends itself to that category, any writing category. Really. I also go for it. One of my friends was a production assistant on it, so I'm slightly biased yeah, towards it as well. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited for that movie because uh, my former acting teacher, Sheila McCarthy, was in it. A guy I went to high school plays the census taker. And then I just found out a girl I did a play with several years ago uh worked in the costume department so uh i've got lots of connections to that movie all right brody your time is now on the clock okay so now are we doing best documentary or no yes you can pick a doc okay so i'm gonna go then with uh fire of love for best doc That's an interesting pick. Uh, you feel pretty strongly that that one's going to be the winner from that category. I'm just—it's—I'm not going to lie. I've kind of heard the most about it, and it seems like something that you know could go that direction. I don't mm-hmm. have a really strong inkling on it, but I kind okay. of feel like it could be maybe not a huge surprise winner, but somewhat of a surprise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, Rachel, you are got your last two picks. You are now on the clock. Hmm. This is tricky. Um, I'm going to go Navalny. I actually think that that's going to be the best doc winner. Uh, so, sorry, Bernie. But yeah, well, I <laughs> love Fire of Love, though. I love that movie. But I'm going to say Navalny for me is the one that I think is going to take it. Um, so that's that pick. Do I get another 30, however many seconds? Yep. You get another 60 seconds. You're on the clock again. I don't know. Guys, what's in <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Because <laughs> all, okay. This is a competition. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna do Argentina 1985. Oh, oh, oh! That's a good pick. Interesting. You are having some doubts about uh, your favorite movie of the year. Yeah, I am. But also, I just there's not really much else that I can pick that I think is actually has a legitimate shot at winning. The Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say it. Well, whatever. My turn's <laughs> done. The Batman <laughs> was the other one that I thought maybe, but yeah, I'm gonna go with those. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Brody, what is your last pick? 
Um, and you know what? I'm going to just throw this out there because you guys picked it, and I think Babylon might win it, but um, for costume design, because I know your buddy was talking about the podcast, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Because oh. I feel like that's... Uh, he was really big on it for that, and I feel like it's only got the one nomination, but if it was nominated for that, there's a very good reason. Now, interestingly enough, John is a gambling man, and he yes. is, I think, putting <laughs> actual money on this one. Yeah. Uh, so he'll be very happy to know that someone else is as much of a de- degenerate as he is. It, so. <laughs> All right, Alex, what is your last pick? My last pick is uh, not not a movie I think it's going to win. I don't, I don't know how much chance it has to win anything, but The Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. Because it's got three nominations, but I know best picture, best director, best ori- best original script are very hard categories to be to come away with something. So I'm just putting it out there because of the three nominations it has. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really fair, and uh, that probably was going to be my pick if you didn't pick it there. <laughs> <laughs> Stole it from you. Sorry. All good. All right. So I've got my last pick and this is really tricky. So there is two movies left that have multiple nominations and that's living with two and the Batman with three. And then after that, everything only has one nomination each. So it's, do I go for uh, more opportunities or do I narrow in on something that maybe has the strongest chance because of everything that is left, I'm not really seeing something that is, um, might actually win so i'm gonna go with i'm gonna strategize and do the less darts and pick all the beauty and the bloodshed so this is now the third documentary that has been picked which is absolutely crazy that we could all have different ideas of where that was gonna be one of my picks i just but yeah i wasn't sure (laughs) yeah i i don't know how it's gonna turn out this category and uh and i think all all three that we picked are ones that are, are seriously going to uh be in contention there so that is our draft picks. I'm going to go over once again what everyone's team was, and then we can kind of go around each of us and sort of uh, say our thoughts on on how we ended up doing. So, Rachel, your picks were Elvis, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Tar, Navalny, and Argentina 1985. How do you feel about your team? Not great. I'm completely honest with you. Not great. Not great. I think. I think. I think. I feel good about Elvis. I think that uh, but I'm, I'm riding a lot on that doing very well. So I have to back myself that I do think it's going to do quite well. I'm happy with my Pinocchio, my Navalny picks, though. I think those two mm-hmm. are, especially Pinocchio. But yeah, that's tricky doing the, yeah. the draft like that. Because then you, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, Argentina, I don't, I don't like that one, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's I, fine. I look at your team and I think you have more high risk, high reward picks here. Yeah. That's how I that's how I operate. It's my life. High <laughs> reward. That's how I roll. Yeah. All right, Brody. Your team is everything, everywhere, all at once. Top Gun, Maverick, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Fire of Love, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. How do you feel about your team? Started strong. We'll see how I finish. <laughs> <laughs> see Story you. Got... Your life, Brody. Started strong. Yes, see how I finish. Life. I got, got a good few strides out of the gate, and then. 
Well, I would say the fact that you've got everything everywhere with its 11 nominations really sets you up for a strong night potentially. Uh, And so basically every win you get for that is basically you stealing wins from other people. And then your other ones, I think you've got uh, some, some interesting ones there that you can probably pick up some, some points to potentially, especially with costume uh, where that would be stealing points from Rachel specifically, I believe. If yeah. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris wins. Yeah. Well, and even Black Panther's that same category, right? So yeah, yeah. I feel like I have a good shot at that either one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Alex, your team is all quiet on the Western Front, the Banshees of Inishirin, the Fablemans, Women Talking, and Triangle of Sadness. How do you feel about your team? Um, pretty good. There's a lot of nominations there, but obviously it depends on it depends on the night. I mean, who knows? I mean, a couple of those movies could walk away with almost no no wins at all so who knows it's just it's a it's a lot of nominations but not nothing is guaranteed come oscar night mm-hmm. you are the only person that does not have a one nomination film all of your your films have uh multiple nominations which i think is really going to help you you just have so many more opportunities well i just honestly but before i before when i was making my picks i made a conscious look of okay who is the most <laughs> who is the most nominated films and just kind of went from that <laughs> Uh, okay, and then my team is Babylon, The Whale, Avatar, The Way of Water, RRR, and All the Beauty in the Bloodshed. Uh, it really hurt me going forth um, because, you know, I would have started with everything everywhere. Elvis would have been my good dark dark horse pick um, along with All Quiet. But I'm pretty happy with Babylon, and I think it's going to maybe overperform a little bit. And I think all of my movies, except for All the Beauty in the Bloodshed, is are probably at least walking away with one win. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think there is some sound picks. There is some sound picks in there. Babylon, I think, will do well in more of the technical categories and the costume costume design. So yeah, there is some there is some good logic to that, I feel. From all I've heard, Babylon is like one and Elvis are both like movie movies. Like yeah. they're big it's a lot of movie. kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you uh, have me, me, me and my dad share a mutual dislike of Baz Luhrmann, but <laughs> I think he'll do well. I think he'll win a couple on Oscar night. <laughs> I feel like this is the one Baz Luhrmann you did like, Rachel? No. Mm. I don't like this movie. I love Elvis, guys, but I don't like this movie. It's just, it's, it's, I don't like Baz. I'm not a Baz person. No, I, I knew that. I was just. It's just, really yeah. I just find his music choices are so freaking annoying. Like, why is he putting like modern music into a movie that's supposed to be set in the nineteen fifties? I mean, he did the same with the Great Gatsby, having that modern kind of hip hop. You know, Florence and the Machine, Lana Del Rey. It's supposed to be set in the freaking jazz era. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Alex, why weren't you and I doing the episode before? Great episode. Great show. You, you and me got an episode lined up. There you go. It would have been so good. I could just no. hear John Lovitz. It stinks. It stinks. <laughs> How do you sleep at night on the top of a pile of money with many beautiful ladies? This is a perfect time to wrap this episode up. This is a just fun bonus one. Uh, I'm very. This was a complete experiment. I'm very excited to see how this all turns out. Like I said at the beginning, there will be a winner slash loser component to this, and so there will be a follow up. Uh, and especially seeing uh, how everyone's points does, we'll reveal this after Oscar night in our wrap up episode. Uh, Alex and Brody, thank you so much for for Thanks, coming guys. on today. Uh, do either of you, uh, Alex, we'll start with you. Uh, if you want to plug your social media or anything else you want to mention, yeah. If you want me on Twitter, I'm at Flowering Snows. My Instagram is Al underscore Watson one. 
Okay. Uh, and Brody, what about you? Yeah, um, just on Twitter, it's just my name and my short film, The Gift. Uh, you can see the link in the bio there. It's on YouTube. So if anyone's curious and checking that out, it's up there. All right. And Rachel, where can people follow you and find more of your work? Go to underscore Rachel Cage on Twitter and Instagram and then rachelcage.com. Excellent. This has been a That Shelf podcast. Visit thatshelf.com for more great film discourse. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at ContraZoomPod. Who do you think had the best team? Maybe I'll put a, a little poll up on Twitter to see who did uh, who did the best there. Um, send an email to ContraZoomPod at gmail.com. Thank you to Eric and Kevin Smale for the theme music and to Stephanie Pryor for the logo design. If you like to listen to podcasts on on YouTube or watch them as you are right now, hopefully, uh, we do post all episodes there as well. And if you really like the show, consider tipping us on coffee. Thanks for checking us out. Mm-hmm.